till these set is finished We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, till it's over with We'll never stop, we'll never quit We'll never drop, until these set is Good day everybody, good day, good day Whether we're catching ya in the morning when you're waking up either you're going to work you got errands to run or whatever the case may be having your coffee breakfast oh lord knows maybe even starbucks but you're getting your day started waking up or you're halfway through your day went through a few things seen a few things couple trials couple tribulations get some blessings just hoping to get to the rest of your day midday madness or you're ending your day night times come evenings here having dinner with the family resting um and whatever it is you do in the evening times whatever time of day we have caught you you are now tuned into the blue book presented to you by Seabrook ministries and hosted by your boy blue my goodness we are definitely moving around like crazy now businesses are opening up um, people are getting back to work slowly but surely let me remind you that there's going to be changes as normal before this pandemic hit may be what you want. There will always be a level of uncertainty amongst people, amongst society, amongst these things because we have been hit not only financially and not only economically, but spiritually. We have no cure. We have no vaccine at this point right now. So, it's going to be a very interesting summer when everyone wants to go out and party and have a good time and fiesta, fiesta. Uh, and then the, the, the fall and winter come and we'll see what's gonna, how it's going to turn out. But nevertheless, in any case, stay safe, be vigilant, keep clean, and don't do anything too crazy because again we have no way of combating this at this point so we have got to stay vigilant okay today's message is a very very deep one obviously we're not going to hit every single solitary topic in one message um, this could very easily go into a major major study um, here at the Blue Book, we don't really do major studies like that. Um, we do principle. We do just get to the facts. Okay. Pour out my spirit. This is definitely along the lines of the Pentecostal movement. The Pentecost. The Holy Spirit. The power that God has given to us as a free gift to be able to be the vessel the Spirit uses to make things happen. We're just the vessel. Okay. And this is definitely the, the, the definitely the study for that. Before we do all that, we are going to definitely do the one thing we always do about this time. And that is our pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior from whom kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. Okay? So, 
if you have your Bibles ready, whether it's on the desktop, laptop, Android, Apple, iPad, Kindle, or you even have the good book in front of you right now, we're going to be opening it up to Joel. J-O-E-L. And we're going to be on the one hundred the 1014th page of the Amplified Bible. Okay, so Joel, chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. Joel, Old Testament, Joel, chapter 2, verses 28 and 29. Okay, and before we get into the food, meat and potatoes of the word, we always pray over the word. Father, we thank you. We thank you for allowing us to open the word again and come with a new message so we can articulate and we can comprehend and we can educate ourselves with the knowledge of your word. We thank you for the opportunity to do so. We ask you for the Holy Spirit to flow through the book so we can, we can comprehend what you're trying to tell us through this message today, tonight, today, tonight. Lead us, guys, and direct us in your way and your word. Jesus' name, pray. Amen. All right. Let's see here. Joel chapter 2, verses 28 and 29. I'm reading out of the Amplified Bible. Read out of whatever version you read out of. We will definitely go over several different scriptures. Depending on what it says, we will recite them. Um, if they all pretty much say the same thing, well, you know, that's what it is. But it, no version is wrong. We are going to go through every... We're going to read it and uh, do what we do. Okay? So... 28th verse of the second chapter of Joel says this, And afterward I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Hmm. And afterward I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. 29. Even upon the men servants and upon the maid servants, in those days will I pour out my spirit. That is a very special thing. Very special thing. God is going to literally, no matter who you are, what position you stand, pour his spirit out. Unbelievable. Pour his spirit out. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Do you realize what a supernatural blessing that is to God to literally pour out his spirit upon you? So that you, sons and daughters, shall prophesy. I don't think people truly understand, unless you're really that deep in theology or deep, deep in study of God and Jesus, or of any type of theological study, how much of a privilege it is for God to use you that way, to prophesy, to be able to look someone in the eye and talk, speak into their spirit. 
See, a lot of people, unfortunately, get that spirit, Holy Spirit, and they're deep in God. They're studying, they're praying, they're doing all what they're doing. Holy Spirit hits them, and they start laying hands, and what happens? They start getting full of themselves, thinking they're doing that. I remember when my grandmother was in ministry, and there was a thing that she used to do where she was, is was a healing thing she would do. And you would lay down on the ground, and she would take her hands under your ankles, in the back of your foot, and she would pray. And it the, the 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 idea was that when she prayed, your feet would come back in alignment together. Not simple jerk, the leg, and it kind of pops it back in. But she was into divine healing. She would literally pray for your. She'd be praying in the Holy Spirit, and the feet would move, and end up matching up. That's one thing she used to do. Never did she ever take credit for it. She always said, "Thank you, Jesus, for for allowing her to be able to be the vessel he used to do that." Um, deliverance out of out of out of, uh, out of demonic spirits. Done that several times with her. She would go into she would get a, she would get a she would get a a message from the church. She might church would get a phone call from somebody saying they needed her. Or they needed somebody to come over to pray over the house, or there was one of the family members that they felt that was uh, possessed, and uh, she asked me, "You want to go with me?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely, why not?" First couple times, I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, okay, cool, we'll find, we'll help you out. And when I started going to these things, the first couple, I started seeing. Some crazy stuff. Um, mood changes, voice changes, stuff like that. And I see my grandma in action, praying in the spirit, family praying. She'd always tell the family to stay downstairs or stay in a separate, stay in the living room while she stayed with me, while she took it. Or if there, if it was, a, if the person who needed the prayer was in the living room, they they go in the bedroom and something just pray. Can you pray as we uh, do what we do? It was, it was it was really really uh, uh, a life-changing experience and then once I realized how much God was pouring his spirit into her and she was fighting these deep demonic spirits I wanted some of it I'm like I want to get in part of this so I'll start getting in part of it and started doing some stuff and my grandma and me trailblazed for a long time I don't know how many years it was but we trailblazed for, for a long time I was her I was her backup see I, my thing back then was music. I was a musician. I liked to make music. So she helped me on the music part. She would sing and I'd rap. And then when she wanted, she did these these ministry calls, whether it's to a hospital, whether it's to a house, whether wherever it was. So I was her backup. I'd back her up. And we would go back and forth about that, helping each other out. The spirit poured onto her 
she had the divine energy and spirit because God poured it out on her to be able to do those things. Okay? The moment we think we can do it ourselves is where we're going to fall flat on our face. And I'm sure you've seen enough movies with exorcisms and all kinds of stuff where they th they're just full of themselves. And they ended up getting hurt or dying. You have to understand, we're coming close to the day of Pentecost, the Christian holiday, the Christian birthday. Okay? When the Holy Spirit itself becomes the medium on earth. So you have to understand one important thing is that the only reason we have hope is because the Holy Spirit. Even Jesus was baptized and got the Holy Spirit. People get confused and think when Jesus passed away and went on to be in heaven that the Holy Spirit is his spirit come down. There's three entities. The Holy Spirit's a whole different thing. If, if the Holy Spirit was Jesus' spirit, then the Holy Spirit wouldn't have came down when Jesus got baptized. The Holy Spirit came down when Jesus got baptized because Jesus was owning up to his his position. We have the problem we have is understanding the process of salvation and 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 born again and power. We have a problem trying to put all this together because most of the time churches are bought, are all over the place about this. Okay? Baptism is not required for salvation. Okay? Salvation can be, if you really mean what you say and you ask the Lord into your heart and you ask forgiveness for your sins, that is the moment of accountability. That's why it's fought so hard with people because people have a hard time being accountable for their sins. No one is saying that you're guilty of sinning before salvation because that's what Jesus does. His crucifixion and his him defeating evil was to get rid of that. So everything you've done up until the moment you truthfully and wholeheartedly ask the Lord into your heart, that's quite clean. Because you have no accountability on that. You don't know. As far as God is concerned, you have no idea what you're doing. And if, if you pass away before you get born again, I'm sure God has his way of dealing with that too. Who knows? I don't know. But, but that's why it's so hard when people... Go to go to pass away or are in our deathbed. You know we try. You know believers try to get them to to realize it's a terminal situation and you need to get God quick. Okay, but in the case that it doesn't happen, I don't know. That's God's deal. Uh, I there's theologically there is a place called Hades where it's an in between world, not heaven, not hell, but it's an in between world. Maybe that's where they go. I don't know. I'm not the, I am not really that theological, to tell you the truth. What I do know is that the moment you accept Jesus into your heart and you ask forgiveness for your sins you've committed up until that point, that's clean. That's, that's the past. 
moving forward, now you're accountable. Now you're held accountable for every sin you make. And that's why forgiveness and accountability is so important after salvation. That's why discipleship is so important because people who, who accept the Lord need to understand what this entails. Now, don't let salvation scare you because you don't think you can hold up your end of the bargain. As you grow as a believer, you will start feeling convictions and you'll start feeling, you know, blessings and you'll know the difference of God voice in your head. So there, there, there's there's two voices going at one time, okay? Whichever one you choose to listen to is the one that's going to affect your life, okay? Whether it's your conscience or the God voice that tells you to do good things, to get ahead of the chair and whatever, that one, and there's the one that plants in your head. Like, for instance, you could be sitting there and all of a sudden you get a, evil, a really bad thought to do something that's not right. You keep embracing that, it's going to get louder. And you start doing more bad things. You embrace the good one, the one is a conscience. That's what they call that's what they call inspirational and Christian rappers, conscious rappers, because it's the conscious voice. It's a voice that tells you, hey, this is the right thing to do, hey, this is the right thing to do, this is what you should do. Okay. I'm leading into something here. This is what the point of this is. Okay. Salvation is the beginning. How close you get to God, how close and deep you st study with Him, is your choice. The Spirit, though, the Holy Spirit, that is the power. So you can get born again, sit in your room all day, watch TV, whatever else, and you're going to go to heaven because you've already you've already taken accountability of your sins. And now that you, if you sin after you've been born again and whatever, that's up to you and Jesus. I sin every day. I know that. I, and and trust me, I I know. If I don't forget to, I try to say my say my my forgivenesses. Because God knows I for, I've sinned, you know, daily, knowing or unknowingly. Sometimes, most of the time, when you sin, you can feel the, the conviction. That's what that's what salvation does. Salvation brings conviction. You know, doesn't conviction come before salvation? Yeah, your morality. Your morality can be kicking you. But typically when you don't have God, that kick don't happen so often because the conviction is what makes you change your life, not the not the morality, the conviction, because we live in an immoral world. So immoral so immorality is at the common normal. So if your morality is kicking you, it's typically not gonna be that loud. It's just gonna be, well that wasn't the right thing. But when you have salvation and conviction, that's when it really kicks you right in the right in the soft spot. And you start saying, oh man, that wasn't right to do. The Holy Spirit puts you this way. Evil runs this earth. The Holy Spirit ascends like fog on the earth. Okay? Go right through it. You see it. Smell it. But you can go right through it. The Holy Spirit sits here, involved in your life. And if you embrace the Holy Spirit, it can do these things. You can you can prophesy because the Holy Spirit has come inside of your life. After, you know, you're born again. You've been living as close to a righteous life as you can. 
you know you do fall but you you know pick yourself right back up and you you don't let it get to you because God, so Satan loves to throw it at you oh well you know you're a godchild now you know you shouldn't be falling at all tries to make you feel bad for sinning after you already got your salvation like that that's worse it's better at least I have God you understand what I'm saying that's funny how the devil does that they'd be like Oh, so I sinned again, huh? You're 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 a child of God if you're still sinning. Well, of course I'm still gonna sin. I'm a human being. What's your excuse? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, of course I'm gonna sin. I'm a human being. What's his excuse? He wants to be like God. He wants to be God. Good luck on that one. You were created by Him. You're not gonna be the Creator. Sorry. Hit break it to you. The story's already done. You, you lose. The Holy Spirit gives you the the, 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 the the supernatural power to be able to talk into someone's life or pray or to prophesy, so to speak, into someone's life because the Spirit is flowing through you. He's using your vessel to get the, the, the word to him. And it says, and it's, it's son and daughter. No respect their person. And the old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Visions. God doing things. Visions can be um, something you're daydreaming about. Something you see on TV. Visions. I see this happening. I see that happening. I've had it happen a lot of times regarding this, this, this virus. I've seen visions of things. I remember prophecies almost 20 years ago. People talking about prophecies. That were going to happen, and they're coming true. When you have the Holy Spirit, when you have the Spirit, when the Spirit pours it, then the, when he, when He pours the Spirit out, you could do a lot of stuff. I tell you that, a lot of stuff. You won't even believe it. You can do. Crazy. Okay. Old men shall dream dreams. How many times you see an old person sleeping? Oh yeah, they sleep a lot. Dreams. Wise. Wise dreams. Even upon the men servants and upon the maid servants to those days I will pour out my spirit. He is letting you know that it doesn't matter what kind of financial background you have or what job you do, he will use anyone he wants. This has nothing to do with status or financial or economic or any other thing. This is people. I will pour out to who I want when I want. Nothing you or anyone else can do about it. What you have to understand about the Holy Spirit is that it will do what it wants. Religion hates the Holy Spirit. That's a pretty bold statement there, Blue. It is. Religion hates the Holy Spirit. Because religion is to keep you in order. The Holy Spirit is free to do what it wants to do. That's why there's some churches who are even Christians who don't believe in the Holy Spirit. Or don't agree with it at all. Because it takes you away from regulation. I've been a part of several church services that the Pentecost hit it and it just went and took a laugh of its own. It's all holy. It's all Jesus. It's all God. But it takes a life of its own. You do things. You say things. You laugh. You giggle. You fall out drunk in the spirit, so to speak. You lose it. Revival happens. That's the bad, the, the best thing about it. 
is that revival happens when the Holy Spirit, when that queen pours the Spirit out. And you can you can get someone that's in a church service, the Spirit pours out, Pentecost hit, someone comes out, there's prophesying right then and there. Because the Holy Spirit will do what it wants. The Holy Spirit will do what it wants. See, I'm, I'm, I'm all about freedom. I believe that people should be free in belief. You should be able to have a relationship with God, love Jesus as a brother, as a savior, and let the Holy Spirit flow like a Russian river. I say that every time at the end of the podcast because I want people to understand that I don't want you to fear God like spooky, creepy, horror feel, uh, fear. I want you to respect fear God. Respect him for the power that he has because he is God. He is the master of this whole entire thing. Okay? I want you to follow Jesus. Okay? It isn't so much just, you know, oh, I'm a Jesus freak. No, I want you to follow him. I want you to, to know that the voice in your head. Although the Holy Spirit, you got to follow his example. Lead, follow his lead. And then the Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit lead you to do what it is. Whether or not it's giving money to someone who need, whether it's giving some water to someone who need, whether it's helping someone of a need that they have, economic, financial, whatever, let the Spirit lead you. There's several stories of this. Countless stories of people who the Spirit hit them and they felt they needed to go do this. My wife has told me several stories of, of her, you know, doing something or going somewhere and then the spirit you know talks to her and tells her to go back and do something and you know she's arguing wrestling with it and then eventually does go back and bless whoever it is and whatever it is and she was really good about it because the spirit fell on her the voice can tell you what it wants to tell you listen or not but the the, the spirit the holy spirit is what gets you see this is what people don't understand that when jesus comes back for the for second the the second coming of Christ, the third coming, the third revelation of God. Once the spirit is gone, this world is going to be lawless. There ain't going to be no law. The Holy Spirit keeps you on track. <clears throat> That's why God said, <coughs> Jesus said, I'm going to leave you the Holy Spirit. Jesus is up in heaven, right hand of God. Holy Spirit is what we do. Jesus was the example that we follow. Holy Spirit is what guides you. Okay? Jesus, God education, Jesus knowledge, Holy Spirit wisdom. Make sense? Simple. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, which means that no matter who you are, he can use you. Pour out his spirit, he's going to make you lose your marbles. Okay. Let's see. All right. NIV, and afterward I will pour out my spirit to all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. That's an NIV. Okay, ESV, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. KJV. NASB, NLT, and the CSB all say pretty much the same thing. Okay. Okay, young little li, young literal trans, young little transitions is the same thing. Wycliffe, let's see what the Wycliffe says. 
and it shall be after all these things I shall shed out of my spirit one each man each it shall be after these things I shall pour out my spirit upon everyone and in your sons and daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions okay world English Bible same thing Webster's Bible same thing the Millennium Bible same thing the revised standard version same thing let's see anything different pretty much same thing all There were a time, guys, where there's a version of the Bible we didn't cover or didn't go over, and it hadn't read it out for some reason. It's different, and then when I read it, they amplify different to what you have. Definitely email us, 8lu8ok at gmail.com, and let us know what version you're using so that we can see and we can compare and we can explain it. Be nice, okay? Visions, dreams, prophecies, all for the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit do its thing. Moral of the story. Let the Holy Spirit do its thing. You will definitely be happy when you let the Spirit do its thing and let God do what God's going to do. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. We have to understand and learn that God is a free God. He doesn't cost anything yet and He lets you be free to do what you want. You don't got to have religion to have God. You gotta have a relationship. Anyone out there who's listening to this podcast who's ever been caught in the Holy Spirit or let the Holy Spirit do something with him know what I'm talking about. It is a crazy situation and you're gonna love it. Okay? Fantastic. Father, we thank you. We thank you for another great study. Another great message, Father. Pour out your spirit upon all flesh. Let the spirit run crazy all over this nation and this world. Get rid of this virus and get with get with the real. Make sure your message crosses paths of everyone. That you are the way to go. We thank you, Father, for reading. We thank you, Father, for the knowledge. And we thank you, Father, for your spirit. In Jesus, pray in name. Amen. Amen. Make sure you check out our new station, Unity Radio. All positive, all the time. Inspiring sounds and urban artistry. Hit up the website, umolv.com. 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 You'll love it. Great station. Great music. Fear. Respect God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. Until next time. And until next time. <laughs> and until next time. Jesus, when I'm strong, when I'm a drop, till it's over with, when I'm a stop, when I'm a quit, when I'm a drop, until he's satisfied. Thought that was it, right?